Narcissistic abuse isn't real. Narcissistic abuse isn't real. Have you heard that? Have you seen that? Have you seen it in articles, seen it on social media, on TikTok, on Instagram, where people start touting and start giving the lines of narcissistic abuse isn't real? Or why are we calling it this big thing? Like, why are we stigmatizing? Why are we demonizing? Why are we saying all this different type of stuff? We don't say, you know, drunken abuse isn't real or like all this other stuff. stuff. Like, we don't use those terminologies for other times when people get abused. Like, why are we using it for narcissistic abuse? A lot of times people will come up and they'll say, like, it's not actually real. It's emotional manipulation. It's emotional abuse. It's domestic violence. You're just getting it confused. You're getting it wrong. And a lot of people out there say that narcissistic abuse isn't real. However, what I would kind of propose to you is a lot of those people haven't been really affected by narcissistic abuse. And I would say a lot of times they don't know what they're talking about. If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor, the self-aware narcissist on this platform to provide awareness about what narcissism actually is, how it appears in real life, the abuse that it does create, the abuse that does happen from a narcissistic relationship, how it destroys families, how it devalues other people, how it makes people feel crazy with gaslighting, manipulation, how it wrecks havoc on family systems, dynamics, and children down the road. I'm also on this platform to provide not just awareness, but growth, healing, and change. To be able to provide an opportunity for people to understand more about it, but then also to start growing and healing themselves, working on changing their story, changing their life, developing who they want to be after they've been wrecked havoc on by a narcissist or a toxic person. And that's you today. I would love to be able to have you interact on some of the social media platforms we have out there. TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, obviously here on YouTube. We're dropping nuggets of truth every single day. Thank you so much if you're listening today on the podcast. Please follow on any other social media account. Look up Raw Motivations. We're on everywhere under Raw Motivations. Check us out there. If you want to be a part of a like-minded community, join the NARC app. N-A-R-C, Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Community. It's a community of like-minded people that have either been in a narcissistic relationship, they're in it, or they're currently getting out, and they're looking for advice, support, help, guidance. There's courses on there that you can learn about narcissism. You can learn about how it's affecting all different types of things. You can learn, grow, and develop. You can track your no contact. You can record your truth. You can join weekly live calls that happen inside the app to be able to interact with different people, to be able to come on screen, ask questions, work through the process of how you're going to get yourself free or build your exit strategy. You can get involved with monthly coaching where we bring in teachers from all across the globe to be able to help you grow, heal, and change. Would you download that today? Just check it out. Download the NARC app. It's in Apple and also Google Play. We also go live every week. You'll see kind of thing, a couple things pop up on screen about that. But real quick, Wednesday nights, 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern time with myself and Mental Healness. Also on Thursday nights, I go live on Thursday nights, 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. Eastern time as well. Anyways, a lot of times people say narcissistic abuse isn't real. And what I would tend to pose to you is a lot of times it doesn't appear to be real because narcissistic abuse is very subtle. A lot of times you have people that talk about the narcissist that's very grandiose, uh, taking selfies, like all this kind of stuff. And you're like, oh, yeah, that's a narcissist because they're so full of themselves. And, and, and that's uh, true to a point. Uh, but a lot of times narcissistic abuse is a lot more subtle than that. 
I recently did a video last week about how narcissistic abuse is hidden, how people don't understand what it actually is, how people don't see it, especially when you talk about the covert or the vulnerable side of it, where there's a narcissist that actually devalues you and destroys you without ever yelling at you without ever coming out and raising a hand against you, but makes you feel crazy through the gaslighting, through the manipulation, through dog whistling, through all different types of abuse that gets to the place that you don't even know who you are anymore. You no longer have self-confidence. You no longer have self-worth. You no longer know who you are. Narcissistic abuse is very well hidden. And people that don't understand it or haven't experienced it or don't have a working knowledge, not just through the DSM-5 of this is what it looks like, but actual like, hey, this is how I've been involved in a narcissistic relationship. A lot of times they don't really have a context of it or what's going on. A lot of times people will say it's just emotional. It's just emotional manipulation. It is, but it's so much more. There's even studies that people have done that show that narcissistic abuse can lead to mental health and brain damage because it's not just emotional, it's psychology. They're messing with psyche of different people of how they manipulate people, putting people into a fog of fear, obligation, and guilt, guiding them out saying, this is the only way that you can do this. This is the only way that you can find love is through my abuse. And it happens over and over and over again. And people try to devalue it and say, hey, like it's not that big of a deal. It's a huge deal. One of the reasons why you know it's a huge deal is because you have people that have gotten out of domestic violence relationships that have healed faster than people that have gotten out of narcissistic ones. Why? Because it's not just the body that has to heal. It's the mind. It's the emotions. It's the will. It's the heart. And that's not easy to tap into. That's not easy to fix. And it definitely doesn't happen fast. A lot of times people think that, that it's easy to get over. Like, just break up with them. Just leave her. Like, why are you still stuck on that person? And they don't understand the aspect of a trauma bond. A trauma bond that has conditioned your mind over a period of time to think a certain way, to act a certain way, to respond a certain way. Thinking that this person is going to change. This person is going to value me. This person is going to love me because they keep telling me that. And then they keep abusing. They keep saying they're going to do something and then they come back and they rage at me. Then they come back and they devalue me. Then they come back and belittle. Then they come back and dog whistle in front of other people that sets me off making me feel like I'm the crazy one. Narcissistic abuse is not easy to get over. The reason why a lot of times narcissistic abuse is not easy to get over is because narcissists, when you're with a narcissist, it's very compacted. Think of it this way. One date with a narcissist might be equivalent to like a week with someone else. One week with a narcissist might be equivalent to a month. One month with a narcissist might be equivalent to like a year because everything is accelerated. How do I construct a mask fast enough to make you fall in love with me and to make you stay in the relationship? This is what a narcissist is doing. They're fabricating, putting together all the pieces of a mask to be able to keep you and catch you. I've done video series about how narcissists groom their victims, and it's so true because people don't understand how it is mentally and emotionally set up to fall for a person that's actually fake. You need to realize that. You need to understand that. It's not easily understood. A lot of people think they understand narcissism. They think it's the selfie. They think it's the arrogant person. Like They think they see it. 
time and time again, what we discover in talking with different people, doing one-on-ones, interacting with people all across the globe is I'll, I'll pull up the, pull up the zoom call and start talking to someone and it'll be a psychologist or a therapist or someone that's a counselor or someone that's in clinicals to learn all this different type of stuff. And they've been in a relationship or they're coming out and they're just like, I know all the information, but I don't know what to do. I don't understand how it makes sense. How did this happen? How did I fall for this? How was I so stupid that I fell for this? Because I know all this information. The problem is just knowing what narcissism is doesn't always set people free from it. It doesn't always keep people from getting into that relationship. Hands down, one of the biggest things that people have said consistently has been coming and saying, I know about narcissism. I learned about it in school, but it does not look like this in real life. And as a result, they get involved with a narcissist confused, manipulated, and destroyed. Sometimes people say like narcissism as a, as a whole isn't, isn't abusive. Like, why would you say it's abusive? Well, to look at that, you'd have to look at some of my past videos. I just did one uh, the other week about narcissistic personality disorder, and I walk through the nine traits. But to give you like an idea, narcissists, they exaggerate. They lie. They expect for you to validate them over something they didn't do. They sacrifice relationships. They think that the next one is always going to be better. The grass is always greener. They sacrifice working relationships, friendships, romantic relationships for a fantasy, for an alternate reality that they've subscribed to. They devalue other people that aren't special, good enough, matching their standard of who they want in another person. They expect validation and love, oftentimes constantly, but they don't reciprocate it and it doesn't come back to you. They expect you to comply with their demands, their opinions, their advice. And when you don't take that, oftentimes you see rage and high frustration because how dare you not take my advice or not listen to me because I am the authority. Many times they'll take advantage of others, manipulate your needs, your wants, your desires to get and to fill what they want. Oftentimes they don't care or they refuse to care about other people. If that person cares for that person or if that person refuses to care, if they refuse, it might be the idea of like, if I give that person care, then it validates something that speaks back to myself. They believe or create envy in the other person. They're either envious of other people or they think everybody else is envious of them. But oftentimes they also come alongside and manufacture those emotions inside of you. And then they say, see, you're jealous of me. See, you're being envious. Then they have those arrogant behaviors. And oftentimes how those come out is they end up shaming other people and putting other people down. And if any of you are curious, all of those things that I just listed off are all based on the nine traits of narcissistic personality disorder. Narcissistic abuse is real.